Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here until 11 o'clock today. Feel free to get online and do our best. I know it's raining out there, so you're just kind of hanging around and cuddling up with your computer. So if you ever had any issues with your computer that you need us to solve, we're here to help you out. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers, as you guys know. And also, there's another special number, right? Because it's time to uh, help everybody out, if you can, through the Salvation Army. And if you want to do something geeky as far as uh, submitting uh, a donation, you can simply text your donation to WTIC, and then you put in the number of 41444, and you'll get a link, and then you can make a donation. So if you've been thinking about doing it, think about doing it. <laughs> you know, actually do it. Uh, Salvation Army does a great job for everybody out there. They've been doing it for many, many years, and uh, WTIC is, is really proud to, to support them. And uh, you can make it something you can do right there. You've got your phone in your hand. Text WTIC, you know, take a second away from your scrolling, <laughs> and uh, go ahead and text it to 41444, and you'll get a link where you can actually make a contribution to the uh, Salvation Army um, and the Holiday Store. So uh, we ask you to do that if you can, uh, whatever you can. Uh, every little bit helps, and uh, if we all do it together, uh, we'll, make it, we'll make a difference. So uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Want to get to some uh, news here, Bob? Sure, why not? What do you got going on? Okay, it was an uh, article in the news, uh, you probably heard about it, where the uh, some creep was uh, calling himself Santa Claus and kind of harassing an 8-year-old through yeah. the ring camera in her right. bedroom. Exactly. So, <clears throat> first thing I question, why are they putting a camera in somebody's bedroom? Regardless well, to keep of an eye on the kid, but yeah, I hear you. <clears throat> and then the other thing is, is that on the news article, they were talking about how they could, from their driveway or the street kind of drive by and, uh, you know, hack into their wireless. And she right. said that she had a very strong, long password with upper and lower case numbers and characters and all that yeah. on her Wi-Fi. Right. But That's not how the ring goes through an account. It's right. like a, it's a uh, cloud. You're exactly. on the, You're on the cloud when you have the ring. Exactly. And what they're talking about here is uh, this says protect your ring camera from hackers but hackers by setting up two-factor authentication yes so then it uh, sends you know a code to your cell phone or to your email right and then you got to enter that code in order to be able to get into your account the other thing that it talks about is don't use the same password right 
on all of your accounts. Exactly. Because these uh, databases of accounts that get hacked right. is posted on the dark web. Yeah. yeah. So the hard hackers get this list of names. Right. And then they go around to place to place to place to see if that password works in your other. Uh, right. And if you and if you don't have two factor, so there's many forms of two factor authentication. Bob mentioned a few. You could have a text to your phone, right? You could have an app that you you actually integrate um, with how you respond to your second factor. It means if they've hacked your account without that second factor, they can do very little. They can't get into your account. They period. Can't get in. I'm very interested in and rec recommended many times here. A security key. It's a physical key that's on your person. You can get them through Titan, through Google. They're the Titan keys or the Ubico keys. And basically, nothing special needs to be set up. No third party, no intermediary. You just have your USB Titan or Ubico key plugged into your, your actual laptop. And so when you try to access an account, you also need to put your finger on the little key. There is no way the bad guys can hack your account. Technically, you could use the same password all the time if you wanted to because you had the two-factor key because without it, they can't get in, right? I mean, we still don't advocate for you using the same password all the time, but you really could because they cannot break that two-factor authentication because they need to be in your com at your computer with your finger touching the key that's plugged into your USB port. And these keys are cheap, 35 40 bucks, and you can use them across all sorts of online accounts. To me... That's one of the best two-factor approaches to protect your accounts. And if you're if you're sticking cameras in your house, along with you know it's, it's a ring camera, so you know I'm sure uh, what's his name there from uh, Amazon's looking in, but you don't want the creeps looking in. You trust Amazon looking in, right? Of course. What are they gonna do? But uh, you know you need to apply two-factor authentication so that you can protect all your accounts. And obviously this this is this is really creepy. It is, and that's one deal where it scared scared that little girl. Oh my gosh! And then I hope they catch them, but you know, they won't. You they can't. Won't. You can't catch that. Um, there's another interesting here. Database exposes names of risky potential bank customers. There's a the pot calling the kettle, but we won't go there further. Uh, convicted criminals and people susceptible to extortion are named in a LexisNexis database that, of course, leaked where? Open on the internet. This is all information that banks look at to pretty much keep an eye on their risky folks as far as whether or not they should do business with them. And it turns out the database contained 4.5 million records of folks who are deemed risky. And, uh, of course, what happened here was LexisNexis somehow left it wide open on a Google server. Unprotected. Anybody could browse to it. And... Uh, it's just a yet another example of the cloud and and people just not paying attention to security. They just stick this stuff up there and don't secure it, don't password protect it. Anybody's got access to it. And uh there's gotta be some penalties for this stuff because it's really causing causing a lot of folks uh, a lot of a lot of harm. And this is the third database data set containing high risk banking customers that they've found um exposed like this. I mean, obviously, we have our own feelings about banks in general, as far as that <laughs> their, you know, their issues and all the troubles they've caused over the past, gosh, in my entire life. Right? You got the savings and loan issues. You got the risky mortgages, and uh, so we don't have a lot of love lost for the banks. But you wouldn't want to be on this list. <laughs>
one of the 4.5 million folks on this list as far as being risky. Bank customers, criminals, extortion targets. Yeesh. Politicians. <laughs> right. Exactly. So uh, moral of the story is secure your open databases on your cloud, please. What else you got, Bob? Okay. We thought net neutrality was dead. Oh, no. Yeah, Mozilla and oh. others are filing an appeal. Jiminy the company wants the full D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals to rehear the case upholding uh, the FCC's repeal of Obama-era rules. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the fight to reinstate net neutrality protections continued Friday as Mozilla and others asked the full D.C. Court of Appeals to rehear their case, challenging the Federal Communications 2017 repeal of the rules. Mm -hmm. Mozilla and Public Knowledge, one of the public interest groups that intervened in the lawsuit, yep. say they're seeking to the rehearing to ensure safeguards for consumers and open the internet. The open it is open. Gosh, it's such an oxymoron this whole thing about net neutrality. I can't believe Mozilla. I mean, we we're, we we're very big fans of Firefox. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, I I don't I don't understand it because these guys should understand it better than anybody. No, I know. But the D.C. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals issued its net neutrality decision in October after yeah. a three judge three judge panel heard the case. Right. Mozilla and others suing to restore the Obama era rules had a uh, Friday deadline to ask the court to hear the case in front of its full slate of justices. The court will decide whether the hearing will go forward. Right. Again, this has to do again with. Trying to manage, excuse me, manage packets on the internet, right? And net neutrality mm. says, well, you have to treat all packets equally, and you can't. Technology doesn't demands that certain packets have to get to certain places faster. And net neutrality is all this big hullabaloo about, hey, you know, they're going to throttle my YouTube channel if, if if I'm saying something that is against their speech or that speech or what have you. And what we have actually found is the people who are throttling and censoring are the actual platforms. It's not the actual networks that are doing it. It's the platforms that are doing it. And, you know, you need the ability to manage your network if you want to get a high-definition 4K stream sent to your your, your uh your NVIDIA Shield, so you can watch a movie on your TV. You want those packets to be prioritized over your email packets. It's as simple as that. Net neutrality says they all have to be treated equally, and they can't be, quote-unquote, throttled or paid for express. This is a fairly long article. Yeah. So I got, you know, it's the four pages. Right. But to me, the bottom line was that they want, they don't want the carriers. Right. Verizon, AT&T. Comcast, Comcast. Cox. Cox, whoever. Yeah, all, all the folks we love so to much. To charge a different rate right. depending on the speed. Right. That's what okay. they don't want. That's know. really what they're fighting because they want to be able to ha charge the same price to ship that refrigerator as they do for your Apple Watch. <laughs> right. Exactly. But here in Connecticut, like if you think of the internet as the highway, our own government wants to charge us more just to drive as a packet on the highway. Your car, consider that as a packet, and Lamont wants to whack you five or ten bucks a time when you go over a, a bridge. Well, That's well, not giving you neutrality really on the whack roads. The big packets, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which the big packets would be like streaming? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? So, again, we're not having that problem. No one is doing that. Um, no, no, none of these networks are charging us anymore. They could be charging certain carriers, or they could be charging certain vehicles of delivery like Netflix or the content providers. But do we have any love lost for them? I, I really don't. Um, you know, if they want to get your the package to you, they should pay more. Simple as that. The carrier mm -hmm. should be able to say, 
well, you want to stuff a refrigerator down my network, I'm going to charge you more for it. And to, for Mozilla to say they can't, it doesn't make any sense. If they don't allow for them to charge a little more for that, all of us are going to pay more for our internet because we'll all have to pay for the higher availability rather than the lower options. That would be like the post office charging us like 50 bucks for every everything that they deliver to us. Right. Okay? Right. So you get an envelope that's 50 bucks. Right. You get a package that's 3 by 10, that's 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Right. I mean, if it weighs 20 pounds, it's, it's 50, 50 bucks. bucks. Yeah. You know, if it weighs half an ounce, it's 50 bucks. So we'll see what happens with this <laughs> net neutrality fight again, but as far as I'm concerned, it's not unnecessary. Networks should be able to manage their networks. We're going to step out for a quick break. we got four lines wide open. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And, of course, to support the Salvation Army and the Holiday Store, text WTIC to 41444 and make a contribution. Do it while you're thinking about it. You know, it's a rainy day out there. you got your phone in front of you. You're sitting there scrolling. Just take a second text WTIC to 41444 and support the Salvation Army. We'll be right back. Good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's uh, one of the MCSCs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. I was waiting for your calls. What's going on with uh, electric vehicles, Bob? Well. you got to talk in the mic for that one. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, have a law in Europe, and they're going to have a law similar law here in the United States as of 2020. Yeah. And what it is is electric vehicles between the speeds of 0 and 18 miles per hour in Europe yeah. and 0 and 18 and a half miles an hour in the United States <laughs> Okay, will have to emit some sort of a sound. Nice. So that people can hear the car coming and not step out in front when they're, not, when they're, when they're watching their cell phone. I know, when they're scrolling. So they're going to put what? They're going to put a playing card in the spokes? So when they go by, it's going to click, 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 click. Kind of like that. Okay, but I, okay. I got a little sound here, and I don't know if you're going to actually hear it. Let's but see if we'll we can try. Here's what it's going to sound like if you're running a, a Volkswagen electric car, right, Bob? Yes, this is a Volkswagen uh, sound. All right. Uh, you, hopefully you guys heard that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So the the law says that they got to put a sound, yeah. but it doesn't say what sound. Right. So this was the sound that Volkswagen chose. Gotcha. So when I heard it, it kind of reminded me of the Jetsons. I'm telling you, that's a sound they should actually use, but they probably have to license it <laughs> for Hanna-Barbera, right? Well, you know, Volkswagen <laughs> chose this one. Maybe somebody else will take the Jetson sounds. Or maybe the Jetson sound is copyrighted and nobody can use it. Or... Maybe, uh, like with uh, Waze, you can use all sorts of voices. You'll be able to choose your sound, <laughs> right? I mean, you've got all these guys with these monster trucks with their big diesel trucks making so much noise up and down the uh, highways, and, or even a uh, nice big Harley. You could actually turn a Harley sound out of your car. Why not? Yeah, and, you know, uh, they could also do voice things. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. I'm coming down the street. Exactly. Get out of the way. Exactly. <laughs> because... <laughs> the smart uh, electronics can pick up the difference between another car and a pedestrian. That's funny. So as it does, okay, yeah. stop stop looking at your cell phone and watch out for the car. <laughs> right. Or it's going to be like it's a Tesla. It's going to tell the, the state trooper to get, oh, you're parked? I'm going to hit you. <laughs> 
on autopilot. Well, that's good. That's good, Bob. It's a better way to keep everybody a little more safe around the electric vehicles. Got three lines open for you. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go to Ed in Wallingford first. Morning, Ed. Hey, good morning. What's up? Hey, had a nice rainy day here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, uh, my ancient computer, I'm tired of shoveling coal in the back to make it run. Gotcha. <laughs> so the squirrel's it's getting tired. It's 7 HP, and it's giving me every now and then the blue screen, and yeah. I have to reboot it. And I've decided to buy a new one. I found one at Staples. Okay. Okay, and it's a uh, the processor, 8th generation, quad-core. Does that sound good? Yep, that's good. It's a list price of about 800 bucks. It's on sale for 419 so you, until you, the 23rd. You did, that's a good price, but you didn't tell me enough about it. So 8th gen, quad-core, if that's an i3, I wouldn't even consider it. What is it, an i what? It says i5-8265. Nice. Is that good? Uh, so far, so it's an i5, then it says dash 8. Is that 8 gigs of RAM? It's 8, eight gigs of RAM. Yep. One uh, terabyte uh, hard, uh, what was that? Hard drive. Hard drive, yeah. Nice. Uh, operating system, one Windows 10, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, it's a 17-inch, that's what I'm looking for, a 17-inch screen. Oh, is it an all-in-one of, of some kind? Yeah, it's a laptop. Oh, it's a laptop for $400? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they offer a service. Now, uh I have a lot of music files and things on my old one that they offer service where they'll transfer it over to the new one. Mm, what are they charging for that? Hundred bucks, and mm. they will install any programs I want. Yeah, I put a, made a list. I like Firefox. So I right. want to see if they'll put that in. Uh, K9, uh, oh, malware bytes, which I've always had. Yeah, and they're also offering a two-year package. On McAfee, hmm. two-year package on McAfee, uh, four-year uh, tech help and accident hmm. protection. Okay, how much is that? That's four forty-eight. Four hundred and forty-eight dollars. Yeah. Okay, well, there's where they're making their money. Okay, so that's, that's a little on the high side. Yeah, uh, you don't need to spend four hundred dollars to warranty a four hundred dollar computer. <laughs> okay, so so. Don't ever do that, man. Take the $400, stick it in the, in the bank, <laughs> let it grow interest, and if your computer fails, you got the $400 to buy a new one. Exactly. Well, if I could find another one for that price, that's a, that's a decent one. Yeah. I mean, this particular uh, model has five-star rating. I'm right. checking it out. Nice. I have it right on my screen right now on, on my ancient computer here until it crashes uh. on me. But uh, I was looking at the specifications. Yeah. I, I hope it's a decent deal. It sounds like a good deal. I, I don't know that I would do the McAfee. I'd recommend you get WebRoot, and I would tell you to stop using K9 and go over to OpenDNS. Those are the only two things I would change on your list there. Okay, so WebRoot, is that a, a free service? Or? No, you got to pay for that as far as antivirus goes, but you were going to pay for it as far as McAfee as well. But it's not that expensive. It's like you know, 2 bucks a month, roughly. Oh, okay. So that is much cheaper then. Yeah. Well, it'll be probably end up to be twenty four bucks a year, right? So, but it's still cheaper than what you were talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's for sure. And that's something I could do myself install. Oh yeah. Something I should have them do. No. Well, it's up to you, uh, Ed. I mean, the more you have them do for that that flat amount, maybe it'll it'll work out well for you. I don't know. Well, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, uh, as far as computers. Uh, you know, I'm a Homer Simpson. I got you. Well, sometimes you need a little help, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, Ed? But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm sold on this deal. I, I'm going to probably go in. 
I just a little sketchy on letting them transfer files. But, yeah. Uh, anything anything private or you're worried about, you should take off so they're not looking at it. Okay. So uh, with like I have some. Uh, hey Ed, I got to put you on hold because you're going to get to hard break here. So go right ahead. All right, I'm gonna put that on hold. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And I just made my donation to the Salvation Army. You know how easy it was? All I did was text WTIC to 41444. And they bring up a link. You put in your credit card. You make a donation. And uh, you're helping out a lot of folks. So uh, think about doing that today if you can and uh, and supporting the Salvation Army. Let's get back to our calls. We've got Ed in Wallingford worried about you know his data being transferred. Right, Ed? Yeah, just a few concerns. So what I should do is remove any username and passwords that I have stored. Well, yeah. If you have any anything as far as a little work, worksheet with all your stuff typed in there, you want to get that off of there, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I've learned my lesson. I have a book with everything written in it. There it is. Nice and safe. <laughs> Listening to you guys. Right? Uh, no one's hacking that, Ed. What's that? Nobody's hacking that book, I'll tell no, you. No, that book is safe right here sitting next to me on my desk. Yep. Uh but, uh, yeah, every time I do a, a, a password now, I throw all kinds of stuff in there, dollar signs and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it always comes back very strong. Right. So, right. But uh, just to recap here, Firefox is good. You're yeah. still promoting that. Sure. I like Firefox. Good, good. Okay, and you want to go with OpenDNS instead right. of K9. Exactly. And WebRoot for virus program. That's it. Okay, because I've been using, what is it, uh, Security Essentials and Microsoft? Yeah, the one? free stuff isn't, you can't trust Microsoft anymore. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Not the free stuff. Okay. And the only last question is this thing. You know what I found out is none of these things come with a CD no. a burner except this particular one has oh, one. Good, good. Yeah, I, I still like CD-ROMs. Uh, there's a lot of times you're going to want to load a CD for something, and you're going to be kicking yourself for not having it, and they're not very expensive items. No, this one has it, so I think I'm probably going to go today and let them go ahead with it then, All with right. your advice. Very good. Tell them we sent you. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I've already <laughs> mentioned that I listened to you guys. Awesome. The guy just looked at me. He's, yeah, what? he's too young. He's like, what, huh? He's working Saturday morning. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, guys, thanks so much for your help, and have a wonderful Christmas. You too, Ed. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. What did you the, want to say about The advantage of uh, you know, having them, you don't use a CD-ROM that often. Right. But, and they make them thinner without it, and that's the reason. So right. then if you buy you can buy an external USB one if you need it. Right. All right, let's go on to uh, Ron in Agawam next. What's going on, Ron? Hey, good morning, guys. Love your show. Thank you. Yeah, great. I listen to it every Saturday. Um, we, we we appreciate it. Otherwise, we're talking about our kids, and that's really boring radio. Oh, uh, no, I enjoy the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I've got a uh, Lenovo ThinkPad. Yeah. About six years old. I'm going to replace it. Yep. And um, But in that system, it drops out my Wi-Fi quite often. Okay. And I'm, I'm wondering if it's the system or I have a wireless router that is hooked into the system that I get uh, everything from, you know, right. TV, uh, two other laptops, and a hardtop yep. desktop. But they all drop out Wi-Fi. They all do? They all do. Oh, um, I, okay. I, I haven't found it on my TV yet because it's, uh, I've got a Firefox uh, Fire Stick. Yeah. And I have not experienced that yet because, you know, the Fire Stick is only 
about four days old. But anyways, um, well, it's, oh, so you haven't had enough time to see it drop yet, right? But if it drops everything else, it's got to be your router doing it. It's got to be the router. The router yeah. is is quite old. It's it's a Linksys that uh, my daughter gave to me, and nice. You know, it's ah. so I'm, I'm I'm also running through a cable modem. And then through the router. That's correct. That's good. Right. What color right. is your Linksys? Uh, black. Oh, okay. But how old do you <laughs> think that is, Ron? That, I can almost guarantee you, that's about as, as old as the laptop. Six, if not older. Okay, yeah. If it's dropping like that, I would replace it when you go get your new laptop because it's it's dropping everything, right? So logic will tell you if it's just your laptop dropping, it'd be the radio and the laptop that has a problem. If it's uh, everybody dropping, it's your it's your device broadcasting the signal, which is your router. Well, I, I don't have an is, issue with the, the cable coming into the TV. But, again, I haven't experienced it through the fire stick yet. Right, right. Anything hardwired wouldn't be in, uh, impacted because that's a different method of communication. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the uh, I'll go into my uh, Wi-Fi settings, and it shows me everything available around me. Yeah. And I'll click on mine, and it says, secured, no Internet. <laughs> well. So I disconnect, and then I come in next automatically, and a lot of times it'll come right back, but other times uh, i got to wait a good 15, 20 minutes. So it could also be misconfigured the uh, DHCP server on the router, uh, where it doesn't have enough IP addresses to hand out to you, because you're connecting, but you're not getting the internet. Right. Um, so it could be that as well, but it's a six-year-old router. Yeah, it's, I think it's time to replace it. I think in the long run you'll do you'll do better by replacing it, yeah. And make sure you configure OpenDNS on the router. Uh, yeah, because when I first set that up, it didn't have an option. Oh yeah, it did. that's how old it is. No, it did. You just didn't oh, know did. where to look. Oh yeah. I just I guess I didn't know where to look. Yeah, <laughs> it has an option. Ah, okay. And uh, when it comes to uh, my my wife just bought a ring. Yeah, a ring and a ring uh, doorbell. Just the doorbell. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't want the cameras in the house. I don't blame you. <laughs> but can can through the doorbell can they access my uh, Wi-Fi? Because who's they? Wi-Fi. Who's they, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, <clears throat> if you don't secure it, yes. And the the other issue is, a lot of police departments are going to be working with Amazon for better for worse to capture video. Right. So let's say your neighbor gets you know, broken into, they're going to go and reach out to Amazon and say, hey, so-and-so of our disk address got broken into. Do you have any rings in the area so that we can check to see what happened? Now, uh, that's a good thing, right? Uh, but you, on its face, it's a good thing, yeah. Right, but you can see the bad side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, any kind of Internet-connected camera that you have an account with, if you've done a poor job securing it, the hackers can get access to it. A friend of mine has a ring. And he was showing me video where he was sent links of people in their neighborhood where people were walking by their houses. Yes, motion checking, sensing. Checking out their porches and their doors. Oh. Looking. Like, For ways in? Well, either that or to see if there was any packages they could have oh, gone with. Oh, the porch pirates. And people that they didn't know. Right. And, you know. You'd be surprised how much <clears throat> stuff happens at your house when you're not home. It's, it's very interesting. I have something called a sky bell. And we caught our uh, our ding dong ditcher with that, and uh, man, he didn't like that. But uh, made him famous in my town. But um, the the point is, you'd be amazing. You'd be amazed as to see how many people and cars and folks and are 
banging around your your home throughout the day. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm home all day. I'm retired. Oh, so and, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I do know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, sometimes it's really scary. It's like, okay, who is that? <laughs> yeah, just the amount the amount of Amazon trucks is just crazy. Oh yeah, FedEx, Amazon, they're all here. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth worth doing. Just make sure you secure your account and then consider two-factor authentication. You can turn that on as well. So when you log in, you need a second factor to look at things. Would I would I be able to use that key you talked about earlier? You should be able to, yeah. Check out the UB. I'll, we'll put some links to the Titan key or the uh, Ubico keys. And, uh, yep, you can, you can use – I'm pretty certain you can use that as a two-factor. Most of these cloud-based services allow those types of keys to be used, whether it's Gmail, Facebook – uh, whatever it might be to secure your uh, your account better. Yeah, that seems to be the the optimum option. Yeah, you can't you can't hack a, the yeah, thing sing, sitting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't you can't hack that. All right, well, I I currently have uh, on most of my system stuff the seventeen digit password, all okay. alphanumeric and characters and uppercase, lowercase. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's very strong. Yeah. But I do my my wife does worry about it. She's paranoid. Well, no, she's she's right to be. If you just look at the news, um, there's so many people use the same password. You could have a great 17 character password if you're using the same one everywhere. No. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Okay, I, but you believe it or not, I've sat across some very smart, you know, CEOs or customers of mine that are that tell me, hey, by the way, Eric, I'm I'm almost done getting all my my passwords configured the same for all my cloud accounts, and I'm like, huh? That's just crazy. They don't. They didn't see that. They didn't see that. But yes, it is just crazy. Uh, so I'm glad you're not doing that. Add the, add the second factor, and your wife will appreciate it. Oh yeah. Um, will I be able to use two keys? Because she'll have a a, a smartphone to yep. be able to do that. And uh, yep, with you, hers, and then with mine. You know, mine. I'm home. She's still working. Yep. And you, uh, you can do that. Oh, oh great. Oh, I definitely have to check into that. Yep. But uh, you know, she 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 as your previous caller has uh, a book sitting on our table right next to me. Right, with the with, passwords. With her passwords. Yep. Uh, mine, uh, I have a great memory. Uh, so I'm going to have to write them all down. I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> write them down, Ron. All right. Uh, well, I thank you. Yeah, and, thank you. And um, definitely we'll be replacing the router and the computer. All right. Enjoy. Have fun. You too. Have a great show and keep at it. I'll try. Thanks. We will. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. We got Bill and Danny on the line. Two lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. You guys are my geeks, right? You guys listen to us for 25 years. You guys have smartphones, many of you. And if you want to do something great for the Salvation Army and for the WTIC Holiday Store, text WTIC to this number, 41444, and you can make a contribution. It literally took me 90 seconds. I did it between a break. It was that easy to do. But you got to text WTIC to that number, 41444. Put your credit card in, make your donation, and help out the Salvation Army. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. One line open for you. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, you're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning, lovely rainy Saturday morning in New England. Let's go to our resident groupie, Danny. What's going on, Danny? Oh, I'm here. Hey, uh, I'm getting a pop-up that says Samsung Plus has stopped. Yeah, it happens on mine, too. 
And, you know, if I move the screen behind it, it goes away. Or yes. if I click, you know, go back, it goes away. Yep. But it doesn't seem to be affecting anything other than it's popping up. Yep. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, I looked it up. It says it's something that manages the apps on your tablet. Yeah, it just it just decides it quits. It says I can't figure it all out, and it just quits. It's a you have the old Samsung Galaxy Tab S two like I do, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Same problem. I have the exact same thing. I think this it's just an old. They're up to the S six oh, so now got or something. An old tablet too, and you're, you're telling me to get rid of mine. Well, you've got trouble. I don't. No, I don't have any trouble. Oh, then why you call all the time with trouble? Well, so you have somebody to talk to. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hey, okay, now I got another thing. When I uh, I have the app for the Daily Mail, that website, Daily Mail. Yeah. And I'm getting video pop-ups. Yep. That site is impossible. The Daily Mail. Is there any way to get rid of that or block those with that? I uninstalled um, it and reinstalled it, and it's still there. I think you can you can turn on pop-up blocking within the browser, but if you're using the app itself, the Daily Mail app, they want to yeah. they want to force feed that to you. Oh boy, it's obnoxious. Oh, I know. So if it's you it's almost making me going to stop using the app. It's it's so persistent. yeah. You browse to it. You can browse to it. I can't. Even, I mean, some of these mag- these sites are so awful with those pop-ups. Yeah. I don't know what they're thinking, but I think I'm going to put a deposit on a Tesla truck. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, a hundred dollars. I mean, it's like. Uh, just to just to be able to say I got I'm on the on the waiting list. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's cool. But you're gonna you're not gonna buy one, are you? Well, I don't know. Well, they're gonna I mean, produce the most expensive ones first, the tri motor. Right, right, right. The fifty six thousand. Yeah, you'll love that. That'll go quick. Right. No, and, I, I get I get the single motor, the thirty nine grand. That's all I need. But they're, they're, did you see the video of him driving it around in Los Angeles? Yeah, he's driving over stuff. Yeah, you got a car full of people like date night with a you know three people in the front like a little hot blonde next to him. Yeah, well, it's a billionaire. Dinner. Yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah, but he wrote the video shows him driving over things that if it was like a, like a little eight year old kid be squashed. Well, the, the, the kid shouldn't be out in the street. <laughs> they had to be home. Uh, hey, SpaceX launch on Monday. All right, what are they what are they chucking up, up in space? Boeing satellite uh, for the uh, Pacific for uh, KU band. So broadband and stuff for okay. uh, it's a Japanese satellite. All right. Well, good luck to them. That's great. Okay, that's it. I'm out. All right, Danny. Bye. <laughs> Our resident groupie, Danny. Um, yes, he and I have the same Galaxy S2. He has much more trouble with it than I do. <laughs> I he probably uses it more. I use mine every day. That is my form. You know, in the old days, you had a newspaper. I was a paper boy, right? But of course, as the gig economy, nobody cared about me as a paper boy. But we won't go there. That's my that's my newspaper in the morning is my tablet. You know, I'm sitting there in bed drinking my coffee with the wife on the weekend, reading the news. It's beautiful. It's an amazing thing. You don't get all the ink all over your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Bill in Ashford next. What's going on, Bill? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, I've got a. I think I know your answer already. I have an old uh, Dell um, desktop, yep. and I have 784 gigabytes free out of the terabyte. All right. But it's got an i3, Ooh. yeah, thirty-two twenty uh, CPU at three hundred thirty gigahertz. Yeah, how do you like it? Well, it's okay with Windows Seven. Yes, yeah, I would worry a window with Windows Ten. Yeah, yeah. I how mean, much it, RAM? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, memory six gigs. Six? Yeah, that's low too. It's a weird number. Uh, that's not too bad. Well, maybe it says work group. Memory six gigabytes. What it is is they got an eight gig in there, and they use two gigs for your video. For your video, they're stealing for even the video card. Okay, all right. So it might. So how old is it, Bill? Uh, It's a few years old. Few Uh, being three or four. Maybe a little more. 
Okay, so our rule of thumb is four years and under upgrade, yeah. five years and over replace. Okay. And yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, an i3 is not much of a machine, but you may not be doing a lot with it. I'm not. You know, it's, um, I keep a lot of records on it for my hobby, the field trialing with our bird dogs and all that stuff. But Cool. Um, fancy apps or any of that stuff? No, not really. Not really. I use, um, you know, Word. Um, all right. Email, of course, and then um, I'm printing a lot of documents that I have to generate for uh, with Word for the the events. And so, all. so the cost of the Windows 10 upgrade software is about 180 dollars or so. Yeah. And if you're willing to take the risk of upgrading an i3 mm. that you're barely using for any kind of heavy lifting, yeah. For 180 versus buying a new computer, yeah. if you, I mean, I don't blame you, right? Yeah. Um, in the business world, it's not that smart because you want people to be productive. For the home yeah. use, um, you know, I, I think there's a little area there where you could decide for 180, I'm going to take a flyer and see if it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just bought a Dell laptop. It's uh, it's around 15, 5884, I think. And it, it, I went with the SSD. Nice. Uh, nice and fast, right? Yeah. Oh, it is. It comes up really super fast. Yeah. Yep. But so I, I I do have a backup machine. I do, uh, you know, I back up the desktop to a external, and then I recover it on the laptop. And oh, nice! So I got a couple of backups. Good job. Yeah, but uh, well, I, when I was in the uh, business years ago, you always had three: grandfather, father, and son. You okay, know, and sure. you hung the tapes and rotated them. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, maybe maybe for 180, it's worth a shot. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, if you're so barely using the machine, you know, like you said. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Um, is there any problem going to open DNS with um, with the Frontier combination? Nope. Modem? So there is no problem ever going to open DNS, no matter what you have. Period. Okay. But the problem will be if the Frontier modem you may not be able to configure it within your network because they can default it on you at any time. Oh. Right. Yeah. So if you're if you have your own router, now you're in control. But when they're in control and you're renting it from them, you nothing you can do, right? So you'll have to configure the open DNS on the individual workstations. You just set up your, your DNS IPs on your individual workstation as fixed. How about if I uh, plug in my old Linksys router into the one of the slots on the Frontier? Um, right. So then you turn off the routing that the Frontier's offering and then offer your own uh, DHCP addresses. Then you could do that. Yeah. When you say old, I worry about it. How old is it? Probably five years old. All right. So, yeah, you, you could, as long as it'll allow for the modem to connect to it, the Frontier modem to connect to it, and then you have to pass through the Internet. Okay. You may have to configure that Frontier modem as a pass-through device, okay. right? Uh, might be a little bit of a headache, hmm. depending on the device that Frontier is offering you. They're anxious to sell you that rental of that device as part of their I have used the Linksys profit. modem before. I just did away with it because I had a router on the on, with the modem. Right. And it did work. I mean, um, you know, I put in a... A little signal booster. Well, my son did it for me at the other end of the house. Yeah. And uh, the Linksys modem, the Linksys router did work going sure. through that. So. Okay. You can configure your DNS that way, and then anything comes into your network, you're going to have it on a nice, safe yep. uh, internet versus the wild, wild west. Yes. I'll feel, I'll sleep a lot better. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Anytime, Bill. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah. We can't stress that enough. I mean, surfing on the internet without using OpenDNS is a, it's not a good de- idea these days. And um, some of the other cable companies and such are trying to sell you that service. And you, this is one service you can get for free for now. 
you know, Cisco's in the business of making money. This is a Cisco product. They bought OpenDNS. However, for home users, it is still free. Um, and there is a business grade solution for business users. Um, but you got to use it. You got to be, you have to configure a filter on your network or all the people in your network are at risk of going to someplace by accident that they didn't want to, that they shouldn't have gone to. <clears throat> and so it's so avoidable. You reduce your amount of malware because you can't click on the malicious sites. You can't, you can also uh, force people to stay off the inappropriate sites. So if you want to do some kind of level of parenting, <laughs> you can block certain types of sites based on your selections and uh, keep can't, everybody safe. Can't you cut off if you wanted to certain uh, PCs from accessing the internet after a certain time? Yep, you can time the access of the internet so you have all the power there too. Yeah, you're right. So if you want your kids to go to bed at 10 o'clock <laughs> or 8 o'clock? A, lot, a lot of routers have that ability now too to turn, that, turn the internet off uh, at a certain time. You might hear a little scream in the background. <laughs> We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Two lines open for you guys. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Don't forget to support the Salvation Army. Text WTIC to 41444. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.